0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 797 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have Melanie McClister. She's with Holy Financial melanie how you doing
1: i am doing fantastic thank you for asking
0: thank you for doing fantastic because that just increases the energy of everyone listening and and uh so you're you're helping the world become a better place Melanie, did you know that
1: happy to do you it. can feel it happy sure. to do it
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> what i do um, in addition to that uh fill us in holy financial what are you guys doing there
1: So, uh, we are a little different, Uh, we are launching on September the 6th at Hooli Financial. We believe that financing has a greater purpose because a home is not just a property, it's an asset creator and it should work for you. So what are we about? Huli Financial is a service of best interest mortgage and we are taking a new approach to financing that aligns our clients' long-term wealth aspirations with near-term financing needs. And for example, that means things like how to leverage debt equity to invest in income properties, how to exploit historical data to pick a less costly term given where rates are in the business cycle. We also work with hand-selected, smart, ambitious realtors in the Fort Myers, Naples, and Bonita area whose mindset closely aligns with ours so clients, the client experience is next level. Most importantly, our passion is working with self-employed individuals real estate investors and foreign nationals particularly canadians i am a little biased on the canadian since (laughs) that is where i was born and i have had a personal experience (laughs) getting a mortgage with foreign national status and let me just say that was part of my motivation for getting my mortgage license here in the united states it didn't go as well as i would have liked it to go so that's that's where we're at.
0: Where in uh, Canada are you from?
1: I was born in Windsor, Ontario, and uh, we just moved here from Toronto area.
0: Good for you. Thank you. And you, you also mentioned the self-employed and oh, yeah. uh, I can raise my hand there and, uh, and also cheer because there are <laughs> maybe uh, certain hoops that you need to jump through as a self-employed person to qualify. So it's nice to work with someone who yeah. kind of specializes in that and, and understands that dynamic. So Yeah, I've been awesome.
1: self-employed since well, I was in my early 20s. So you're preaching to the choir over here. It's
0: the only way to go. Absolutely. <laughs> so how about your journey then? Uh, it, it, it started in Canada. How did you get into this business?
1: So I love this question. <laughs> so my husband and I decided that we wanted to move to sunny Florida and we sold our brokerage in Canada. I once we moved here and our non compete was over, we had a unique opportunity to reinvent ourselves here in the states. Um, but after after doing spending some time for about three months, doing some soul searching, I had clients that were reaching out to me. I had realtors that were reaching out to me. I had friends that were reaching out to me, and they felt a void in the mortgage industry with me gone, and they basically re-motivated me to get my license here in the US and that coupled with my personal experience getting my mortgage here in the US and I realized that this is my passion this is what I'm really good at I'm adept at it and um, you know I think in life you need to follow your passion and I love serving clients and helping them Mm -hmm. solve problems so I ended up getting my license and here I am
0: that's awesome. And so and, and so cool when you can you know, follow that passion and and um, just know you're in the right place. I mean, it, it, back to where we started with this, you know, it elevates the room It elevates your energy. You know, you're you're doing the right thing. So absolutely. How about in your industry? What do you hear from a myths and misconception standpoint that you can
1: speak to? You know, that's a great question. It is a pet peeve of mine. One of the number one misconceptions is that people only use mortgage brokers if they have bad credit or they get declined by their banks. Um, In fact, the majority of my business uh, in Canada specifically was with high net worth self-employed individuals. It had nothing to do with having bad credit. It had nothing to do with them being declined by their bank. It had everything to do with them wanting to work on a relational basis with a Professional who could take them through their journey of building their portfolios um, and building their wealth. So they would, you know, use mm-hmm. their mortgage to sort of, you know, build their mortgage portfolios or. Uh, obtain lines of credit so they could do investing, all kinds of things. But most importantly, they just wanted somebody who understood their needs and who was going to be there for the next 20 years. As you know, there's quite a bit of changeover in the banks. As soon as someone does really well, they either go out on their own or they get promoted to another you know, level in the bank. And then you're starting from scratch with someone brand new. Yeah. Even if you go to the bank you know, every five years to get a new mortgage, for example, you're probably going to be dealing with someone new versus being you know, with someone who's a mortgage professional and this is their career. We're going to be here for the next 20 years. So you can start with us and end with us.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. You got me thinking (laughs) uh, years back now, how with with my bank and my business, how it was with one person, then he was, you know, went from loan officer to the loan manager to the branch manager to the, you know, before you know it, he's on the board and yeah, yeah. I mean, good wow. for him. That's that fantastic, good. but wow, that's I mean, good. that
1: leaves you starting from scratch <laughs> yeah, with a new I person mean, every time.
0: But it was nice, you know, when when you're working with someone who who knows you, knows your background, can, can get you there faster, mm-hmm. right? Because they they've got your records. Not to say that the bank didn't have my records, but you know, it's just a whole different relationship. Mm-hmm. So very cool all right so how about then outside of the business what are you doing for fun
1: oh my god we live in florida (laughs) and i live in naples (laughs) there is a plethora of choices to choose from um i've taken up since i've moved here kayaking i've played i've been playing pickleball uh gosh recreational boating i started boxing yes boxing no one believes me but i like to wow some you know what? Every now and then, <laughs> and Boy, that's uh, a good I volu- volunteer at the Naples Zoo as a giraffe interpreter. So that's been amazing. That's something I definitely would never have done in the past.
0: And and what is a giraffe interpreter? I
1: know you're going to ask me that. So we are there to educate the public on, on giraffes, um, but we're also the giraffes' bodyguards. So we're just there to make sure that they don't get hurt. And no one touches ah, them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: that's good wow yeah i gotta get yeah can you believe i've been here for Going on seven years we have yet to get to the naples zoo i mean what's wrong with us
1: come on down i gotta Love get to over have there. you i'm there every other sunday
0: yeah yeah, yeah. you can
1: feed the drafts are pretty cool actually as you get uh, close awesome. once you're feeding them the one thing i noticed is their long beautiful eyelashes have little flies inside of them yeah. <laughs> which you don't see when you're 10 feet away but um they're such oh, really? beautiful gentle creatures oh got it you got to see them you got to feed them yeah. and you're supporting an aza accredited right. yeah as well. I, I, wow
0: wow all right it's on my list going to get over there after i get back from vacation oh yeah um, so how about hardship life challenge now you can't use living in canada as a hardship even though i know it was, no, it was and still is for most people cold that you right? came over to the good side uh <laughs> But, it wasn't a hardship. Uh, what
1: we'll,
0: we'll comes to mind... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god the hardest part it's of this
0: Sticking up again yeah
1: yeah the hardest part of this question what Charlie was literally picking just one hardship right I've been in this business since yeah. 2006 yeah. and I could literally write a book over all the hardships and things that I've had to overcome so uh-huh. uh, who knows maybe someday I will write a book <laughs> but seriously yeah
0: I, I like the sound of that
1: <laughs> I wouldn't run out of stories that's for sure uh but seriously Honestly though, uh, the one thing that I would say is our biggest challenge I think would be getting started. We started off in a city that um, was pretty hard hit by the 2008 crash and um, I was sort of newer in the Mm. industry and my business was primarily local at the time. And the the whole um, market had shrunk. There was basically a do not lend list. In this city so there was no, no mortgages to be done like there was only a handful to go around for all the brokers so rather than sit there and fight over the same food um, my husband and i decided to go online um, and at the time think about this this was back in 2006 people did not get mortgages online in 2006 this was a brand new idea and we launched yeah. an online brand and people thought we were crazy but it completely took off and the rest is history. I mean, we grew our business to over over the course of you know many, many years. I think it was 16 years. Um, we grew it into a billion dollar business and all of our deals were online. We did not meet with any of our clients in person. So um, it, yeah, we were definitely pioneers in the industry, but just that whole fear uh, that happened in 2008, and trying to find a workaround, around, uh, it it ended up being a blessing, to be honest. Because if I hadn't gone online, I mean, who knows what would have what our futures would have looked like? It it just determined our whole right. future. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, that's impressive. I mean, just to put that into focus that that was about when i mean youtube was only a couple years old yep. at that point and and uh social I mean, media. facebook and mm-hmm. so social media companies mm-hmm. yeah just getting going
1: and charlie we that? didn't use twitter we didn't use instagram we didn't use facebook yeah. we, we didn't use any yeah. of that it was content we generated content uh we had good customer service yeah. we knew yeah. our products we we knew how to put people in amazing mortgages and we we had developed this amazing system of creating content that drove people to us. And it was credibility marketing, 100%. Mm,
0: good stuff. So how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Hooly Financial? What would that be?
1: So I would say that this wish comes from my personal experience coming into the in- industry from a Canadian perspective. Um, I would wish that people had a better understanding of their choices out there in the mortgage market. I think there's still a lot of people who are old school and they think the only option to get a mortgage is their bank or their credit union. And those are certainly amazing options, um, but there are you know let, uh, mortgage bankers out there, there um, are mortgage brokers out there, <laughs> And I think it's really important that you do your research before you select your mortgage professional, um, because it's your biggest, biggest asset and mm. one of the biggest financial decisions that yeah. you'll ever make. So you really do want to be working with somebody who understands your needs, listens, helps you and integrates all that information um, for a smooth closing.
0: Yeah, it, it sounds like you see what you're customers many of them don't right because you're looking at it through a different lens
1: mm-hmm. exactly
0: yeah yeah well i know we have listeners who uh, want to get in touch want to learn more what's the best way for them to do so
1: i can, they can email me personally it's melanie at com. they can also go to our website which is com.
0: and that's h u l i right correct holy
1: correct and, yep. and um they awesome. can call awesome. if they'd like to call i can give you that number as well it eight hundred three five five one seven
0: three three. 355 1-800-355-1733 well terrific well melanie thanks for making it on the show and uh Wish you the best going forward there.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate this. Um, It's been a fantastic opportunity, and I hope you have an amazing time in Antigua.
0: Well, thank you. I'm going to do my best.
1: (laughs) I'm sure it'll be really hard.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.